Hey, you're listening to the Grace Auburn Church Podcast. My name is Lee Cadden. I serve as executive pastor and host to this podcast, and we are in a series of conversations uh, here on the podcast, sharing our staff's stories and journeys into vocational ministry. And today, I am joined by Caroline Saznet, our communications and media coordinator, uh, keeper of all things digital front doors and communication from our staff and leaders to you, the Grace Auburn Church family. And our conversation was uh, such a gift to me uh, to hear the Lord's leading in her life at a really, really young age and her recognizing that all roles in the church when done for the glory of God are absolutely critical to the life of a local church. Uh, Their journey from D.C. uh, back here to Auburn uh, is an inspiring one. Uh, She and her husband, Joel, uh, and their children and family. And so I really believe that you will love this conversation between myself and Caroline Sassner. Hey, we're back for another week talking with our staff and their journey into ministry. I'm joined today by Caroline Sasnet. Welcome. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. We are indeed. This has been a fun series for me to be able to ask the people on our staff, uh, as our staff continues to grow and as people uh, may or may not have opportunities to sit down and talk with people in the same capacities, Really, another way for people to get to know um, just a piece of our stories. We're not we're not going to sit here for hours and hours and talk about all the things that God has done from the moment we were a child until now. But we do want to ask a, a couple of consistent questions. And one is, as we think about working for a church, and as we think specifically about working for this church, um, there was a moment in our stories where. God spoke into our life where we heard some understanding of him leading us to say, my bride, the church, ministry, some version of that. And so the first question is, you know, who was there in that moment that was able to either tell you, you're a crazy person, this is a bad idea, or was there to say, yes, I can see that in you. I know that is true. Go after that with everything. In as many ways, just an encourager and cheerleader of confirming the Lord's calling in your life. So that'll be the first question. Then the, 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 the last question that we'll ask is, if you could do anything, why, why this? Why would you want to work for a church? So Caroline, you are the next one up in this series of conversations. I'm thankful for your willingness to be here and share this with our church body. Um, Take us back to that moment, uh, if you can, and we'll just kind of work your story from that point forward of when you knew at a young age, I might, Lord, I could do this in your service and ministry. Uh, So tell that story for us, and we'll just see where this conversation goes. Yeah, so I, the first time I remember feeling like the Lord might be calling me to ministry I was, it was either after my junior or senior year of high school. I can't remember which one. Yep. Um, but I do remember just feeling that tug of, I, I, this is something that I want to do with yeah. my life. Um, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what I would do. I knew what I didn't feel called to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew that. While I would like rejoice when people would move overseas, I would be so thrilled. I've never felt mm. that calling mm. um, in my life. I 
new, um, I mean, people, well, there are people who are wonderful public speakers and pastors and writers and, you know, and kind of a more pastoral thing. I, I never felt that yeah. either. You know, I yeah. never really wanted to be on stage or, or have a prominent role. So that was kind of just like, I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. So I let it lie okay um and just kept living my life yeah uh making decisions yeah. and went to college um got married um ended up in dc and i think it took i mean it was, it was you know 15 years between mm. that that time and my first job at a church yeah um it took a long time for me to realize even like what I was good at sure, or where my giftings might lie and just growth. Like, yeah. So I needed it. I, yeah. Well, Hey, that's fair. Listen, <laughs> uh, I, I became a believer, uh, in my junior year and there for sure needed to be growth for sure. Um, whether in that moment or, Along the way, in terms of involvement with churches in college or getting married, moving to D.C., joining a church, who, when, where, what, who was that person, or was there a person, or was there a voice, or was it just a long, slow season of the Lord just continuing to confirm, continuing to confirm, and then finally one day you knew, oh, this was it. But I want to ask the question, as I've asked everybody, was there a voice, was there an author, was there a person, was there a pastor, was there a husband, was there... Um, was there someone, not necessarily all the way back when you heard it the first time, though there mm-hmm. could be, have, could have been one, but who was that person that when the opportunity came for you to jump into ministry vocationally, mm-hmm. who was the person saying yes? Who was there confirming the Lord's calling in your life? It was um, the church. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, we, we were at, um, we were helping to plant a church in a D.C. suburb, um, it was fairly small, mm. but we all were doing what we could. We were in a season in our family where there were some things happening with one of our kids that I just couldn't be mm. like present for things all the time. So I started volunteering to, you know, I'll run the registration or I'll handle the, you know, I'll make the pamphlets or, you know, just like various yeah. administrative type things on the back end, yeah. um, since I couldn't always show up. Yeah. And so then people were like, Hey, you're, you're actually really good. At this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Oh, you remembered we had to have liability forms. None of us thought of that, <laughs> you sure. know, just yeah. kind of those kinds of things. And I loved it. I right. mean, I just, yeah, I think, um, people find that boring a lot of times, but I just really <laughs> like it. So, um, it was just really people in the church, the pastor, the, my friends, mm. our community group, just saying, hey, you're actually, you're already doing this. Right. Um, you love the church. Mm. You are serving the church. Could you just be a, an employee yeah, of the church and, and actually, you know, work? And, and it was kind of, you know, a, a long process to get there, but really like a full circle kind of moment. And it's, it's such a good picture of the Lord plants a seed. And over years, you find yourself in places and situations and now as a part of a church plant where the people in that community saw in you what the Lord had begun in you a, a decade and a half earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for 15 years, he, he had been growing not only the, 
the type of person you would become, the mother, the wife, the church member, and being part of a church plant, which for those of us at Grace Auburn now that only experience Grace Auburn within the last year, you don't know what all goes into those first few years, really Mm -hmm. the first few months and then the first year and then really those first two or three is just – it feels like drinking out of a fire hose of yeah. all the things that you don't know oh my gosh, and yes. you keep getting hit over and over and over again. And so uh, if you feel like we have everything together on a Sunday morning, you're welcome. That's not true. Um, <laughs> but we are in a different season now than we were then. And you found yourself in a season with a whole lot of needs in the life of a local mm-hmm. church plant, but at the same time surrounded by people in community that called out in you what the Lord had already begun in you. And I think it's important when we think about vocation, and I haven't said this yet in this podcast, but the idea of vocation coming from the the word vocare, to call into, um, to be sent by the Lord, having been called into that thing, that we all, while we want to call it a job, we all have a vocation. We all have something that the Lord has uniquely wired us to do. And it's what Paul means when he says, do everything that you do, whatever it is, do everything that you do as unto the Lord. And the goal is, the, the, the fruit of healthy biblical community is that we can see that in one another and go, yes. Or we can see the negatives and go, hey, this is a bad idea. But in that moment for you, it was like, we see that in you. And they were able to confirm and call out in you what sometimes if we're on an island, we may just completely ignore you know, like, hey, I got enough going on. I don't need to add that. It's not that big of a deal. Nobody's said anything to me about it. But here's this group of people going, no, hey, uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, we'd love for you to do yeah. all the things that we forget about uh, and help with. Uh, and I know even for me that you, you've been a, a tremendous gift to the staff team as well on so many of those types of fronts. Um, we'll get to that in just a minute. So walk us through you're in a season of, of life as parents and as a mother where you weren't able to be in all of these things, but you were able to help with a whole host of things that needed to get done. How long did you guys do that? How much longer were you in D.C.? When, when and how did you get to Auburn? Kind of trace that journey for us from church planting in D.C. to Auburn and being a part of this church. Okay, so we our church planted actually the same month um, that Grace Auburn did wow. in 2018. Okay. And um, which is neat for us to kind of see that parallel track. So we we have been a member of a large church in the city, and we we had moved to this little tiny suburb outside of the city pretty early on in our marriage. And from the first time we visited, we knew that some members of our DC church lived there, but we were like, let's. If we move here and then other people can move here, right. then maybe we can plant a church and this will be amazing. And, we, you know, we were just, yeah. that was the idea. Um, okay. And and to be honest, a number of people had that idea, but it kept getting shot down All right. <laughs> by a lot of people <laughs> um, until the Lord worked in people's hearts. There you um, go. And it just became evident that this was, the Lord was wanting mm. a church here. So we left in D.C. with um, a wonderful, sweet group of people. We were um, plugging along and it was a, it was hard. I mean, it's so hard. We were in um, an environment that was just difficult. Um, The neighborhoods were hard to be in um, and the Lord just kept blessing us and, and showing us like 
just he, that he's in control, you know, right. and his sovereignty. And he brought just perfect people in to, mm. you know, meet the needs of the church and to grow it. So um, we were there from 2018, 2020, obviously. Sure. The whole world went berserk. It did. And at, around that time, we had been already been thinking about moving back to Alabama to be closer to family, to help okay. care for aging parents sure. for a whole host of reasons. Um, thought that would be Huntsville. Okay. We're pretty convinced it would be Huntsville. Right. And, um, but throughout COVID, realized we might have a chance to move to Auburn, which nice. was the dream nice. for sure. As, <laughs> as it should be. As it should be. Let me, let me interrupt just for a minute. I, so I traveled to D.C. for a wedding in the fall, like November of 2020. Oh. In November of 2020 in Alabama, things were very different than th- than they were in DC in November of 2020. Um obviously all things election. Um but COVID itself, I mean the whole city was a complete train wreck in terms of what you could do and where I can't imagine living in a place that for that long was as that shut down. It it was terrible. <laughs> and so like if you're if you're already thinking through the dream would be Auburn. And you've been you're a, you're close to a year in at that point of everything being shut down. Then man, like the the, the stars aligning so to speak of okay lord like if that could be the thing we're going to do it. So I I didn't live in it. I didn't have the same context as you, but I do remember going there going, this is a different country. We're in a different place. Or, or, or I'm from a different country, which is probably what they thought. Um, <laughs> but all I had to say, you get to 2021, catch us up from there. Yes, 2021, um, I was, at that point, I was working for the church already. Um, we had a plan. We were just waiting for the Lord, <laughs> essentially. Sure. Um, and essentially things just fell into place and um the lord provided the job situation to work out he provided like housing for us here in auburn I mean, just kind of a number of things mm. things were still shut down right. in dc at right. that time i mean right. we were still virtual schooling and we were still yes masks everywhere and yes you know there were bizarre even rules at the pool where you had to wear masks on the pool deck it was just like it was yes it was like a different country um so in 20 december 2021 we finally made it we packed up drove down and um landed here yeah and we already knew that we were going to land at grace auburn which is a fantastic (laughs) story i I think the just the way the lord went ahead of you Mm. To bring you guys not only to a place you wanted to be, but to a people that you wanted to be with, mm-hmm. not even knowing us yet. Yeah. Uh, share how much of that, every, however much you want to, just kind of in y'all's landing here, knowing where you wanted to be and how you wanted to be here in terms of church. Sure. We, um, so I'm a planner by nature and I'm kind of a dreamer okay. and a researcher. <laughs> so I had all kinds of things um, already, you know, looked into before we moved. I found Grace Auburn online through the Nine Marks church search. Yes. And was looking through the website, um, and I was like, saw Matt Dean's picture, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Joel, (laughs) 
this guy, he's not in China anymore. <laughs> we were just like, what in the world? We came um, that the next summer. This was a couple of years before we even moved. I mean, okay. we, this was a long time. Long time researching and planning. Yes. Yes. So that next summer we were in town. We came to visit. Loved it. We're super, you know, everything was great. We That Sunday was the day that it was announced that the fourth and fifth grade classes would start. <laughs> and we looked at each other in the service and we're like, this is it. We're going to come. Because we knew we didn't want a super large church. Sure. We were pretty burnt out from being yeah. in a very small church plant. Yeah. Um, so the size, I feel like, felt mm. right. Okay. Um, we had a close, close friend from childhood, was already here as a member, and I desired to be like it's around her as much as possible, sure. essentially. Sure. Um, so they were already here. We just felt like this is where we felt peace about it, like this is where the Lord wants us to be. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I think like the first time we came, after we moved, the first time we came, we were just kind of like, well, well, where do we sign up? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have the attitude, I mean, if we go to a church, yeah. if it preaches the gospel, mm. if it's solid, if it's, you know, p- the leadership, people are seeking the Lord, just like join, commit, yeah. and serve. Yeah. You know, this is this kind of all you need. That's true. You can keep preaching that if you want to. Um, <laughs> I think, and, and you are. Um, okay, so you guys land here December of 2021. The 2022, you guys jump into serving. You jump into community groups. Find a group of people that you dearly love and are sharing your life with. As you think about your journey to Auburn, but your journey into this church and your journey into coming on staff with this mm-hmm. church. Was there something when you left D.C. that you thought that was the end of that calling for you? Or was it something you knew was there and it was just going to take whatever the Lord could do to make it happen again? How was that for you in terms of that That was the, the fulfillment of a 15-year word from the Lord mm-hmm. and, and in terms of feeling, man, I could do that with my life. I mean, yes, be a wife. Yes, be a mother first. But I could serve my church in ways that are highly unique to me mm-hmm. in terms of my giftings to realizing that in D.C. and leaning heavy into that to then getting to that place where I think everybody on a church staff team gets to a point where like, if I go one step further, I'm going to burn up. <laughs> Yeah. You, you guys leave D.C. kind of in that posture a little bit. Yeah. Um, coming into Grace Auburn, how were you in terms of job and vocation and having left what you were doing to now be in a church, not knowing if that was a possibility at that time? Yeah, that's a good question. I Well, I think one thing that the 15 years taught me was that, um, well, I kind of resigned myself, I guess, of thinking like that calling into ministry was literally just being a church member, you okay. know, yeah. and not, hey. I don't, I won't say resigned. That's a terrible way to describe it, but just yeah. as I learned more about the church and the Lord's purpose for the church and mm. how wonderfully he designed it to, to grow us and make us, you know, people that love him and, you know, all the things that the church does. I think those that calling and then my involvement kind of just became one thing. Sure. So I think when I moved here or when we moved here, I was feeling um, just, I mean, ready to serve sure. and just kind of like back in that, Oh, well this is the, this is the season again, right? right. My 
calling to ministry is just being here it's and being, yeah. being involved and showing up and whatever in the moment the Lord calls me to, I'm going to do, do that thing, you know, and just kind of yes. that. I, th- I think it's really good for us to all remember that, first of all, the Lord's ways are not ours and mm-hmm. his timing could be wildly different on everything in our life. But for yeah. sure, something like work and vocation and occupation, calling, like pick your word for how we spend our working days, mm-hmm. that I think in some ways it's easy to overly romanticize the idea of being on staff at a church. Mm, mm-hmm. And not that there aren't incredibly good days that go with working on staff at a church, but it is incredibly hard work. And and we've said from the beginning of this series that Caleb said it in a variety of ways. Uh, I've said it. Jason has said this. I know Matt has said this to me repeatedly. When we think about... The, the roles that are needed in the life of the church, that he's the one that brings the right people at the right time. Um, your role now was created out of a very real need that we didn't even know we needed until the right person was brought into the life of this church in the right capacity. But across the board, being called into the life of this ministry is for all of us to yeah. say, hey, you know, this may end up being something down the road, but even if even if it's not, his glory, this mission, this group of people is still worth me giving my life to mm-hmm. as a contractor, as a teacher, as a doctor. Whatever it is that we do with our life, we are also sons and daughters of God who belong yeah. to one another. And that is a massive responsibility that we hope to continue holding up high. So your 15 years and then your posture in coming here is really a testimony to that of, God, whatever you want to do, but in the meantime, I know what I can do, mm-hmm. and that's be an active member who loves this church, who loves the people of it. Yes. And I, I needed those personally. I needed sure. those 15 years to be able to look back and, and see that, or to learn that apart from the Holy Spirit, the church is God's primary means yeah. of sanctifying us. And, mm. um, you know, sanctifying us and to glorify himself mm. and... um. Yep, this is this the church. I mean, yeah. that is it. Yeah. All right, so you're here, you're a member, you're, you're serving, you're in community. Um, I don't remember, and it has not been that long ago, so I should remember the way all this went down. <laughs> um, walk me through the process of coming on staff with us for you. Okay. And turn, it just, if, if you were telling a stranger the story of how you came on staff at Grace Auburn Church— Share that with somebody who might be sitting at the table with you over a cup of coffee. Sometimes I joke that if you just uh, make enough suggestions, <laughs> then, <laughs> then people say, here, why don't you do it? Hey, we'd love for you to do that. <laughs> um, so, no, I think, you know, I, I, there were a few things that I did actually ask if I yes. could do. Um, yes. And they were things in terms of building community mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just getting people together and trying to make connections um, in across generations, across sure. neighborhoods. So, you know, just trying to figure out how to, how to encourage mm. the members of our church mm. to love each other well, to display, um, 
community, yeah. to the watching world, yeah. to, um, I mean, really just be a part of each other's lives sure. in like a real, in a real way, to bear each other's burdens and sorrows, to rejoice with each other, right. um, and you know all of those things. Yeah. So I, I did ask you know a few for a few <laughs> of those things, <laughs> cleared it before I started those projects. Um, and then one day I was in the office and I was talking to Carrie Yep. and I think I just asked about, oh, is there like an email? Can we, any kind of regular <laughs> communication? And Matt popped his head out and he goes, Hey, do you want to do that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I thought he was joking. Um, and we kind of kept going and he, I think the next Sunday he was like, no, I, I was actually serious. Yes. Like, do you want to? join the staff and and, and do, do all of these yes. things that you keep talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all of the suggestions that are not getting done, we would like for you to do them. Um, yes. Yeah. So, and I think at that time I had been, I felt a little bit restless. Sure. I missed working for the church. Sure. I, you're right. It is hard. You, you get to carry a lot of yeah. heavy stuff, yeah. uh, which is a privilege to be able to do that for people, for other members. But you also get to see the other side of that Absolutely. and and really see the lord working in a um like kind of a you know overview of all the things that are sure. happening in a way that you don't so i just i had been feeling a little bit restless and wanting to do something with my time all yeah. the kids were in school yeah. during the day and yeah. um already loved the church we were right. already involved so i felt like the lord was saying here you know here yeah. i'm this is your thing yeah and again providing for you maybe in a, in a little different capacity but a very similar role in, in a lot of ways not maybe not quite as much breadth at yes. this point as what you were doing and in the early stages uh in dc but a focused role based on your giftings and at the same time creating this restlessness inside of you for more. And so I, to, to wrap this conversation, if, if that's the context of the restlessness, the seeing the needs, the making suggestions, <laughs> Matt uh, saying, hey, you want to do that? That'd be great. We need somebody to do that. Um, there, you could do a whole lot of things with your giftings. True, yes. They are specific. They are behind the scenes as you prayed for. They are not on stage mm -hmm. as you have prayed for. They are a gift. They are needed and they are vital. And that could be said in a whole host of vocations for your role, for your giftings. So why in the world would you want to work for a church? Specifically, why would you want to work for this church? I just love the church. <laughs> I, I mean, I really think that's it. Um, I think that it's just been so vital mm. in my own life. Um, this is it's making me tear up just thinking about it. Um, I've always been, even from a very early age, um, had this strong teaching about the church and mm. the importance of it. Um, I've had just really great experiences in the church and mm. I don't and I think that even looking back um in my own life and seeing how churches that are really doing it well and loving people well and not getting bogged down in their own pride and in sure. 
or all, you know, all kinds of things. I don't want to get down that path, but yeah. just seeing it do go well and then seeing how people are loving the Lord and how that has kept me. Mm. Um, this is almost like bumpers on a bowling alley. Yeah. That's not a small thing. Mm. Um, and I think that it's so easy for us to just be, do things on our own. Yeah. It's so easy for us to be independent, and um, but I don't think that I could have made it through some seasons without people in the church. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's it. Okay, well, you are a gift to us, and we're glad to have you here. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for this time together. On behalf of the Grace Auburn Church family, thank you for listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. If you'd like more information about partnering with us and our mission or ways that you can get connected, please go to our website, graceauburn.church. Church.